0: Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. I've got one of our fantastic members, Sam, with us today, who is a member at our Adamstown location. So firstly, Sam, thanks for taking some time to jump on. Don't uh, no
1: worry. Sorry, I think that's my dog in the background.
0: Oh, I thought it might have been mine. I've got, got a that might be barking too. Um, no, that's okay. But no, we just wanted to discuss a little bit about Sam's journey with us. She started with us uh, last year and then also just what she's done in the the past regarding exercise and training and things. So um, tell us a little bit about what you had done, uh, I guess, prior to meeting us, you know, exercise-wise, gym staff, sport, you know, anything in that realm of your life.
1: Yeah, sure. I guess I've tried lots of different things um, in the past. I always played netball when I was younger. I guess that was my team sport of choice. Um. And probably started my fitness journey more in my early 20s when I did running um, and did some nutrition with that um, Weight Watchers back in the day before Points in the original form. And then just kind of started from there. I had some really good success on that program and then I guess. It always seems to be a bit of a roller coaster, you know, it goes up and down and round about. And so I tried mm-hmm. lots of different things, went to gyms. I always liked classes. That was always the thing that I did at the gym. I never did like free weights or anything like that. Um, so I guess cardio based. Cool. And then um, just carried on, I guess, probably never maybe being very consistent, or then as you go through life and have children, your time changes and stuff like that, And um, I guess that's kind of where I am now. Cool.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a familiar story that we hear from people sort of around <laughs> yeah. sort of your age and your point in life when you've got kids that are starting to grow up a little. So, so how old are your kids again?
1: I've got two boys. They're 13 and 10.
0: Yeah. Okay. So obviously they're not, you know, out on their own yet, but they're probably getting a little bit older where they can fend for themselves a a, a little bit. So they can, uh, they probably don't need mum holding their hand all the time. So it gives you a little bit more time to to do this, this sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, a bit of a familiar story in the sense that, you know, Weight Watchers, it's, it's funny that just about everyone I, I speak to who are, you know, around <laughs> sort of your age or, or older or a bit younger, they've sort of experimented with that. And I even remember back, it would have been probably 20 years ago, like my mum doing it and having like the little um, Weight Watchers book where it Booklet, had like yeah. all of the points and, you know, you'd be, she'd be eating dinner and she'd be like sifting through the pages and adding up the points because I think it was like 20 points in a day. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, very popular back then. And it's still around, I think, but it was obviously just a bit of a thing at the time that a lot of people sort of went down that road um, with nutrition. But yeah, it, it's something that, you know, that sort of thing. And then obviously jumping around a little bit from from thing to thing. And, and obviously as you've started to sort of have kids and things, lifestyles changed a little bit. Um, tell us about your netball career. Did you ever have aspire aspirations to <laughs> the uh, what would it, what's the 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 Sydney the New South Wales team called? Swifts? Sydney Swifts.
1: Yeah, Sydney Swifts. Yeah. No, never aspirations. I just loved the game. I um, it was one of my very few first jobs. Refing. No one ever wanted to ref, <laughs> so I've got good money to ref, um, and. Yeah, I just loved the game. I just thought that was easy money because I loved playing, I loved watching, so it was a great way to earn a dollar. So just played Saturday comp and um, dabbled for years in indoor netball, you know, even when I had kids and tried to have them on the sideline and play and do all that. But in the end, it's just um, played mixed too with my husband in a mixed team when we had kids. And But it's just so hard on your body yeah. <laughs> eventually
0: yeah um so much uh just stopping and starting and and you're jumping and you're pivoting and you're going from you know like a full sprint to having to stop so you don't obviously step with the ball and it's yeah really hard on ankles and knees
1: Mm.
0: most people who've played for a substantial amount of time have some um yeah some issues with that because it is yeah a lot of wear and tear
1: yeah definitely um good fun though
0: yeah, yeah, no, and it's it's sort of we have a lot of people who you know have history of netball or basketball or sort of team sport because you know obviously with us doing sort of like our smaller group training, it's in that sort of same group environment, and, and a lot of the people who enjoy sport and everything that kind of comes with exercising in a group, it kind of carries over to the group training stuff that um,
1: that we do. So it kind of yeah, def- that's right, and I guess it incorporates that social element, yeah, um, which is you know. A- um, something that's always, you know, as a mum, when you're time poor, you're trying to kill two birds with one stone. So often that can be a good <laughs> way to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I know you're a uh, yeah, very busy woman. Obviously you, you're working and, and two kids and a family and everything. So at this point in your life, how are you managing to, to sort of keep your exercise and training consistent? Because I know when we first spoke last year, it was, you know, a lot about you know, making some time for yourself and balancing that. So tell us a little bit about how you've made that work so far.
1: Um, I think it's actually a, an attitude and a state of mind. And I kind of had a bit of a um, epiphany moment last year where I guess I added up all the money that I spend on my children's activities and I'm always happy to spend money on them and anything that they want to do, particularly if it's, you know, to do with their physical health or something active. But I've never been prepared or for a long time to spend that money on myself and and create that time and space for myself. So I think that was the main shift um, for me. And I think all my different things that I've tried over the years is actually just trying to find something that I really enjoy um, and trying lots of different things. And it's it's always come back to group training and a class format um and i've just yeah made the time and i guess trying to focus on myself and as you said my kids are a little bit older and they need me more emotionally now as opposed to physically and so i'm just making myself a priority
0: yeah no and i think is i mean i'm not a parent but i speak to you know a lot of parents and and you have your stages it seems like a parenthood obviously there's times when you need it a lot more and there are periods in your life when you're you know you don't have too much time you know for yourself to be able to do some of the things you enjoy or some of the things you know for your own health and wellness and things and mm. and it is kind of when kids sort of start to get towards the, their teenage years and maybe they're a little bit more you know I guess dependent you know, independent as opposed to dependent on on parents and <laughs> Just having that little bit of extra time but it all comes back to a decision like you said you know you've kind of yeah. worked out you know i'm spending money on my kids and encouraging them to to do fitness and sport and things and and just not really you know sort of looking at it from from your own perspective so mm. by the time we sort of connect with people and, and we're having that initial conversation you know most of the time they've had a bit of a layoff from things and they're looking to get back into it like yourself they've just decided that you know, now is the time and and now is you know the the point that i need to to start to get into things and and you know obviously still being a great mum and a great parent but just having a bit of time for yourself as well so do how does your body feel now compared to maybe back when you were let's say in your 20s or you know a little bit younger like do you, have you noticed any difference with how your body recovers and things
1: I um, actually find the recovery not too bad. I guess the changes definitely take a longer time. It's slower. It's, a, um, it's definitely a slower um, process. But what well, feels slower, I don't know if it actually is actually, but it feels slower. <laughs> um, but I think my recovery is good. Um, so, yeah, I'm really happy. I, I guess I have been fairly consistent across my life with always doing something, so I think that's helped yeah um even through pregnancy and with the kids when they were newborns tried to do you know um the pram classes and all of that stuff um so yeah no i think it's good i think the biggest change i've noticed since um i've started with breakthrough is definitely my energy levels and probably my attitude about myself probably just because i feel like i'm taking control and actually doing something for myself so just that positive attitude I think yeah
0: yeah you you definitely have that feeling of accomplishment I think when you when you know that you're you know putting time effort money resources Mm. energy into yourself and and I think when that when that switch flips over in your mind and, and you are sticking to you know something you spoke before you kind of you know bounced around a few different things which I think is very normal but you know the, the period you've been with us, you've been very consistent and, and obviously made the most of it. And, and like you said, feeling a difference in, in your energy and, and how you feel with that, I think is really important because it's not always about, you know, what you weigh or or you know, mm. anything too numerical. Sometimes it just is for peace of mind and, and how you feel and knowing that what you're doing is something that that is positive for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And setting an example for the kids. And trying to do what, you know, my parents are getting older and my mum's very dedicated to her oh, health. Good. She goes to the gym twice a week and, okay. you know, I guess inspires me as well. And that gives me a lot of relief knowing that she's in good health and is fit. Yeah. And um, I, that's what's something I want for myself too.
0: Yeah. And it, it's been such a shift, I think, in the last... I don't know, 10 or 20 years, like when I was growing up, like I'm in my 30s when I was growing up, like my parents would, like my dad used to play football when he was young and he'd go to the gym a bit there. But going to the gym as an adult just wasn't really a thing unless you were playing level of sport or, you know, there might be the odd aerobics class or something which was, or, you know, the bodybuilders that were, you know, the big muscly guys. But for just the everyday person, like there wasn't really much there. So it's interesting now seeing how, you know, like I said, the last decade or two where like people like yourself, you know, you've got kids who are growing up and if they're seeing mum e- exercise regularly and, you know, putting it first, I think that's going to have a really strong carryover effect to what they feel is normal. You know, if they think mm. oh, you know, when you're older and you're an adult and you know they probably think you're like a million years old because everyone who's 10 they
1: thinks they do things.
0: <laughs> um, you know, so when they think, oh my god, my mom's a million years old, but you know, she's still, you know, exercising and working out and does that a few days a week and, and having that instilled in them, I think is really important because when they get a bit older, they'll they'll just feel like it's the normal thing to do. It just is Yeah,
1: something. I I absolutely hope so. And um you know, this health, fitness and nutrition and staying active, I think hopefully they're things that will see them well <laughs> through a healthy life.
0: Yeah. Well, it can go. I don't want to talk too much. I feel like an old one of those old men, complaining men when you talk about the younger generation, but it can go sort of one <laughs> or two ways, I think, with kids. Like when I was young it, it happened, but more so now you've got some kids that are like so obsessed and addicted to video games and and being in their room and not really doing anything active and then you still have you know a bunch of kids who who are out active doing sport and running around and everything but it's a lot easier now for kids to not do any of that active stuff because so much of technology has improved so much a lot of their communication with friends is through like the gaming and things so it's it'd be very easy for them just to do nothing so there's an argument that it's probably more important than ever that kids are still involved in some sort of like formal exercise whether it's sport or you know the gym or something like that otherwise it can just go on the wayside a little bit
1: yeah I totally agree and and, you know puberty and hormones and all those natural changes haven't changed in children whilst our surrounding elements and I guess activities have and so I think particularly being a mum of two boys um who are going through puberty or you know just before I think they you know they have a lot of frustrations and they they it's good for them to have an outlet a physical outlet that's safe and you know it makes them feel better Mm. at the end as well and you can use you know music and I guess other things, but having physical activity is where I see they get a real benefit.
0: Yeah, and you made a really good point then. Like it's their, their makeup hasn't changed in the last ten or twenty years. It's just the options available to them have yeah. the accessibility to technology. Like I still remember having like dial-up internet, so it was like I'd be on the internet <laughs> and Mum would be like, "Get off the bloody computer! I want to call you know a friend." And yeah, well, you I'd just get, get off. kicked off, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get that awful sound. Uh, yeah. nowadays, yeah, like kids have phones. Obviously, they've got like Xboxes and PlayStations and things. So it's yeah, very very easy to to sort of go down that route of being a little bit less active. But yeah, to to my point, I think it's great when parents are are able to to lead by example and and be something that you know their kids can see is normal, a normal part of adulthood. And hopefully when they start to grow up and get older, they'll, they'll sort of get into it because they saw that mum was always around it and be a bit of a positive influence that way. But, that's the
1: plan. Yeah, <laughs>
0: cool. Well, that's probably a good place to leave it, Sam. But but thanks for coming on. It was nice to share your story and a little bit of insight about what you've done and a few of your thoughts around everything. But yeah, it's been fantastic to have you on. It's been great having you part of the gym and looking forward to yeah having you with us moving forward.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Thanks, Sam. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.